off the pitch. Hello, hello. It's been a hot minute. Oh, sorry, it's been a cold minute. The heating's not working. Right? On a day like today, the heating's not working. Hence the hat, hence the uh, gilet and the, the fleecy top. But yeah, hope you're good. Um, it's been a while. 2024 has, has started and I think we're all looking forward to a really happy new year, if that's a thing. Um, the Barclays Women's Championship has been on a break along with the WSL. The Premier League have still been kicking on and uh, there's always a bit of drama there. But in terms of women's football, which is what I have followed for quite a while, as you know, uh, I'm just going to go through the the team's in the position that they are in the league and uh, and talk about them very, very briefly in terms of where they are and 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 what I see. I've got a few notes just to remind me. Um, you know, top spot, uh, Barclays Women's Championship, top spot, Birmingham, right? Let's be honest, they had a really slow start. And considering the the wealth of players that they had on their books and they, that they recruited, I thought that it was going to be really, really tricky. But they had a great ending to 2023. Um, seeing themselves at the top of the league, they have seven wins, um, two draws and three losses, uh, the goal difference of 13. I think for them, um, wins away have been pivotal in terms of their, their fortune. Uh, in the first part of the season, um, winning away to Southampton by three goals to one, and uh, Sheffield United by by four nil, and they've got really good players there. They've got players who've got some WSL experience already, players who want to play in the WSL and are good enough to play in the WSL. Um, they are in in the driving seat right now. Uh, considering their start, they have done exceptionally well. And it will be really difficult to see any team getting close to what they have achieved in, in the second part of the season or what they have achieved in the first part of the season, should I say. Um, but it will be interesting because there are teams that are good enough. So we'll, 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 we will pay close attention. Yeah, I will definitely pay close attention. Uh, just behind them in the league, uh, Charlton. So we're doing this in in league order. Charlton, who are equal on points and have had a really good season themselves, first half. Uh, I've watched them a couple of times, Charlton, and um, AEC and Green have been really great and um, really great so far. Uh, and uh, they they but in terms of players that they've I've not seen much of is Moya, who was at, at London City Lionesses. We made the decision not to stick with the LCL crew and try her, her lot elsewhere. Maybe she'll come into the second season and, and get more game time, or especially in the cup games if they have a good cup run. Um, so that'll be interesting. In terms of uh, their, their results, uh, six wins, um, five draws, one loss, goal difference of seven. I think goal difference is going to be key this year, really is. And even though we've talked about Birmingham, we've got goal difference of 13. Um, goal difference of seven is not too bad. It's quite decent. Also, McKenna, in terms of players that have stood out for me in uh, uh, in that Charlton team, really, really good. Yeah, I mean, so many good players in the championship. Barclays Women's Championship, let's get it right. Um, you know, I don't know if you agree, but I think Charlton are doing, they're doing really, really well and the manager will be very happy if they, if they can go up um, this season. 
considering. Uh, third place in terms of as it was uh, at Christmas, uh, and it is now at this moment. Uh, Sunderland, uh, early high flyers, right? Really, really good to see some so another team at the top of the league and uh, a team that didn't have a really good season last season, but but had had a re relatively good first half of this season. We'll see what twenty twenty four has in store for them. Um, Six wins for them, four draws, two losses, goal difference of four. Um, key players, Fenton, uh, who was at Blackburn previously. Um, Kitchen, who was at London City Lionesses previously. Two new signings, who basically look like they've been there for years. And uh, they have transformed Sunderland in a, in a way. Sunderland fans will probably think likewise, or maybe not so much, but they really have added... A bit of more guile, a bit more steel, and a bit more of a, a goal threat going forward. So that's good for them. In fourth place in the league, Crystal Palace. Boom. Eagles. Um, they're not too far from me in terms of where I reside. That's why I'm saying it. You know. Uh, fourth. Really strange kind of season for them. You know, big win. Against Durham, nine goals. London City Lionesses, six goals. We've got a goal difference of 20. Uh, six wins, three draws, two losses. You know, it, it depending on the draws, they'd be probably second or first. Uh, they've got a really, really good squad. Really good squad of players. Um, Centre-back Nolan, who was at London City Lionesses. You, you'll recognise I mentioned London City Lionesses a lot because I watched them quite a bit and quite a few of their established players moved on. Um, but good for them to get, um, I'd say, a dedicated centre-back because they needed it. Um, good players going forward. Um, Blanchard, the Palace, look, Haynes moved on, which was a really big surprise from, from my point of view. I thought that she was um, one of their star players last season, along with others, but, you know, um, but they've still got goals in their team, which is evident from the goal difference. And they're going to be a threat going forward in the second half of the season. Very interesting to see what happens for them in the cup game coming up. They've got Blackburn, I believe. I'm going to try and get along to that, hopefully, uh, which will be good. Um, so, yeah, and they have a game in hand as well. They've got a game in hand, so they're not too bad. They're not looking too shabby. So that'll be all good for them. Uh, in fifth, Southampton, who I would have nailed on for promotion because they are a team who can score goals. Um, and Southampton, I watched them play against Palace and they, and they got a win. I think it was 2-1, actually. Um, their usual striker scored, you know who, won't say the name. Um, always there and thereabouts. Southampton, seven wins, zero draws. Imagine, five losses, goal difference of six. Um, if it wasn't for the draws, a couple of those... Well, not so draws there, but a couple of those losses were draws. Um, a few more points on the board, or if there were wins, definitely closer to the top. So interesting from Southampton. Will they have enough to challenge at the top? I think so. I think any of the top five definitely do. Uh, they've got it within them to kind of cause an upset, uh, cause an upset for for each and every team, which will be interested. Durham, the mighty Durham, um, in sixth place, uh, five wins, two draws, five. Uh, losses, goal difference of minus eight. Um, 
and I think the the, the shock wave that was Palace Palace's win uh, really did um, ruffle the feathers there. I mean, Durham from since I've been watching this this league. Have always been a team that you thought they could do it, but they've just not had a good patch before and after Christmas. Uh, so it's almost like a, a tricky, icy section for them. Um, but it, again, they could do it. They could get close. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll get promoted. I don't think they'll get promoted at all. I think they're close, but not close enough uh, for Durham. It's going to be interesting. So they're, they're sitting in six. Um, shift that paper over. Um, Blackburn seventh who were doing things at the beginning uh, of the season with the Reed Richards, the Richards and Seed uh, defensive partnership. I, I really do like them as central defenders. I think if they were in any other league team, I mean, it's not to say that the defenders are shabby elsewhere, but I just, I just like those two as a pairing. They really are good. I think they're the best centre, centre back pairing in this league. I really do. I really do. Seed and Richards. Uh, Blackburn with five wins, zero draws and five losses. Goal difference of minus five. No Saffron Jordan for them this season. Come on, man. Seriously. No bangers. No, no Saffron Jordan bangers this season. So, yeah, they're not doing too bad in seventh in the league. Uh, eighth, Sheffield United, who have had an up and down season and obviously the loss of one of, uh, one of, uh, one of their most likeable and um, players and most liked in the league players as well. And I, I watched her play a number of times. This is um, Kuzak, who uh, sadly passed away. Uh, Shop United. Uh, yeah, mixed bag, mixed bag. Four four wins, two draws, five losses. Mm, not so much. Um, goal difference of minus one. Um, watched them play against Charlton. Really good game, really good performance. They've got some good young players there. Sheffield United, the, the team is transitioning, uh, you know, kind of phasing in newer, younger players so that uh, we get to see them coming through their academy, which is, I suppose, what clubs will need to do right now. Um, in ninth place, I've got that right, ninth place, um, considering the league is so small as well, uh, London City Lionesses really... I don't know. It's 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 strange for me to to, to talk about this team. Uh, three wins, three draws, six losses. Goal difference minus seven. Um, I would say that they've had a late start. Really, I think that the first part, the first four or five games, their preseason, really, and it's a strange thing to say. They had to await the arrival of a new manager. Um, they had a lot of established players moving on. Um, Ag. Obviously to Birmingham, Bennett to Watford, Napier uh, to I think Bristol, WSL, Nolan Palace, Kitchen elsewhere, Muya elsewhere. You know, you take away that kind of experience who've been playing together for a couple of years. You're not going to have the level of success that you had the previous season, which is why they're in ninth position. Um, so we'll see whether or not the the management team have had the best of time over the Christmas period. Obviously, players have been on a break, but it will be interesting to see what happens in, in this half of the season. 2024 could be better in terms of results, goals, etc. Um, the Kang takeover, the Kang dynasty, not like the Marvel Universe one, because that's not necessarily what we're talking about. Let's leave that alone. Um, Michelle Kang, new owner, taking over from um, Diane Culligan, 
know, Diane has to take a lot of praise considering where the club were, who they were originally um, attached to in a different name, what they've done in the time that Diane's had uh, control of the club and the direction they've gone. I like this club a lot. You know, they're one of the very few clubs along with Lewis, not so much Lewis have got the men's, but they're independent. They're trying something new. They don't have an established fan base. They're trying something with the youth. They're trying to generate um, interest, you know, in terms of their academy players, young players coming through. Um, it will take them some time, but they're going in the right direction. I like them a lot in terms of Kang. Lots of connections elsewhere, you know, very canny business person. Um, involvement with the OL group in terms of um, their football uh, majority owner, I believe this is what I'm reading. Um, the NWSL champions of 2021, Washington Spirit. So, um, really, really good news from an independent an independent club's point of view. Really good news um, for the league that someone's actually coming in to put some investment into this team, um, and it would be. Really good for the league if they were able to push on, you know, with this new investment, with this new change, with this new level of support and move further up the league in terms of wins and goals. Um, definitely for them. Uh, I'm making sure that I haven't missed anyone. Like, yeah, oh, got a turnover. Reading, huge Reading, 10th place. Um, lots of WSL experience. The, the fortunes really have turned for this club and it's sad, but it's part and parcel of the football world, unfortunately. Uh, two wins, five draws, four losses, goal difference of minus five. Um, they drew with Palace, they drew with London City Lionesses and they beat Durham, go figure. Um, they're, I think they're punching below their weight in terms of the history of the club, probably. The pedigree of the players, not necessarily so much, but there's there's always something slightly below the surface. They're a good footballing team. Reading have always been, uh, whether we're talking about the men or the women's football, a club that wants to play football and play football well. You know, um, I would assume that they are going to survive this season. And I say that because they've already been relegated once. It would be really strange to see if they are relegated from this league but anything is possible truly um so there's that um we'll see what happens for them going forward uh, maybe they need to avoid a cup run or maybe they need a cup run i don't know uh lewis um this is where we're getting down to the bottom of the, the, the bottom of the league uh, lewis two wins one draw eight losses uh minus Goal difference minus 11. Wow. Um, yeah, they need to win. They, they, they play some good football, but they need more wins. They need to score more goals. Uh, the failed investment um, in terms of Mercury Plat Mercury 13 um, didn't go through probably, I don't know if it's good or bad for them. It's, it, it's, it's hindered them in some way because investment is really important in any, any footballing club. You know, whether it's amateur Sunday Little League for the kids, you know, you need someone to come along and help pay the subs and help put the goalposts up, etc. So it would probably be in, in damaging to their 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 kind of progress going forward. But they, they may have enough to to uh, to escape just, but it's two down, two down. And this is the bit where I'm, oh gosh, you know what? I 
I've spoken so many times, I think, over the years with different people. I've talked with Emma and Ali and Craig and DM and Nat and just Shahan, just the old crew I mentioned and that I used to talk to a lot and people that are up in Manchester about this league and what it means and how important it is to grow the women's game. And, you know, I'm no fan of the FA. I just think the FA haven't done enough. There's a lot of talk and not enough action. The WSL should have been bigger. The championship should have been bigger. They should have really tried to incorporate teams from other leagues so that this it wasn't just 12 teams and it was 16. So there's more, not even in just games, there's more jeopardy, there's more investment. There's more football minutes for players to become better. You can only become a better footballer if you play football and you only begin to escape the perils that are relegation if you are playing more football and you have more experience. It's just a given fact. So when you've got so few teams in a league, it's it's devastating to see teams where they are. And um, yeah, Lewis, where they are, is not very good. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that there. Uh, Watford. You know, I don't know what to think about Watford. Really good setup as a club. Um, the results, again, this is another thing, like with Reading. Um, Watford results, okay. Uh, one win, three draws, eight losses, right? Goal difference, minus 13, right? Only one point behind Lewis. Only five points behind Reading. Only six points behind London City Lionesses. London City Lionesses is in ninth. Two wins, it changes everything for Watford. I will say, right, that Watford are too good to be relegated. Fleming, Haynes, Baptiste, Bennett, and more in that squad? Come on. There's no way. It would, honestly, there are, they have two... This is the bit about, this is why I'm upset about the two spots for relegation. I know some people think it's the best thing. I don't, actually. I think we're at such a crucial moment for the game that we could have talked about relegation in four years' time. It should have been about, about promotion and sealing the bottom so that clubs don't get relegated and we bring teams in and we slowly build the league up to a point where it has 16 teams. And then we can say, right, now from this point, four years down the line, this is we've grown the league, both WSL and the championship. We're giving you all that we can do in terms of fixtures. We're going to make sure that the facilities are good and we're going to make sure that you're taken care of socially, emotionally, etc., and now we're going to put in this jeopardy. But when you're part-time and full-time and you're working two jobs and you're training here and there and you can't, you've got to travel overnight for Conti Cup games that you don't really want to play in because you're based in Portsmouth and the game you've got to play against is in like Birmingham in the middle of the week. And you're just thinking, really? Do I need relegation on top of that? Who, who's, who's tied my shoes together and put my hands behind my back and pushed me off? Someone's done it because this doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I'm ranting. I don't want to rant. Um, Watford have too many good players to get relegated, right? So there's that. Right, so in terms of um, the championship, that's going to be interesting when they come back. Now, in terms of the WSL, that's another thing, right? Um, who knows what's going on there? Players that are injured. I mean, Sam Kerr having an injury at this point of her career. Devastating. Can come back. People are starting writing her off because she's 30. Come on. 
Seriously? Give her time. Come on, don't write a rock because she's 30, please. And the injury, loads of people have had injuries. Um, the game will be different for her when she comes back. Depends on what her, uh, her rehab is like. There's that. Um, big changes for Chelsea. Manager moving on, players maybe moving on, injured players. Change at the top. Won't necessarily be them that wins the WSL. Could be. They've still got quality there. Man City doing bits. Bunny Shaw scoring goals. Oh, listen. Bunny Shaw not playing around. Lauren Hemp not playing around either. Or Chloe Kelly. Yeah, Man City doing bits. Manchester United doing bits. But, you know, fan base still not happy with the manager. Go figure. Never saw that one coming. Um, Arsenal doing all right. You know, they've got players back from injury. So they're still, you know, they're still firing. Um... Spurs doing okay in terms of recruitment, not too bad. You know, Plymouth's right. West Ham, you know, Leicester could have been. Bristol, whoa, who's coming down to the championship? Don't know yet. It's all good stuff. So in terms of the WSL, there's going to be change at the top. It could be familiar faces coming back to the championship in terms of relegation from the WSL. And then the rest, they'll just do their shifting stuff in between. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to dwell on one club, but I will. Um, considering where they were last season and and how well everyone spoke about them and the results that they were doing, the you know, results that they were getting and how well the manager was doing, Aston Villa's not had the best... They've, they've not had the best start in terms of um, the first half of this season. And the manager there is, oh, I think, is a really good person and a good manager. The two don't always go hand in hand. Um, well, does have enough about her to 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 sort this out. And they've got enough quality players there. They've established international players, seasoned professionals. It would be interesting. But if they do go that near that spot, that R spot, won't be pretty. Won't be pretty. So there's gonna be a lot of itchy bum time up top in, in that league. You know. And I've got a brief, a very brief very brief comment about um, the Premier League. You know, I watched I watched a number of games this season and everything's Man City. Man City, obviously, Pep can do no wrong. And um, I think Liverpool, for however bad they've been playing defensively, they still do have the firepower to cause a problem. And I just got this sneaky feeling that they're going to win the league. I've got this sneaky, sneaky feeling that they're going to win the league. And it'll upset Arsenal fans because Arsenal fans, you know, they can see their team need, they need a goal scorer and they need goals from their midfield. Um, uh, yeah, not to pick out on, on any particular player, but one of their recent signings, he needs to put his shooting boots on. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah. Uh Havertz, got to say the name, it's Havertz, yeah, gosh. Um, so, yeah, there's that. In terms of shooting boots, Pochettino at Chelsea, I mean, the people already rumoured that they might actually get rid of him, which is not, it's crazy, but it's not crazy because it's Chelsea. However, I think Pochettino was a man of integrity and foresight. He's not, he's not someone who doesn't, if he thinks that that ship has got too many holes in it. He's going to go and get his own life raft and he's going to bail out. 
I've no idea what's going on at Chelsea. They just look so odd as a team. Like, really, like, no real... I have no idea what they are as a club, apart from the Monopoly football team of the Premier League. So that, that there's that. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, very interesting. I don't want to say anything about Manchester United because, yeah, what's the point? We're only going to be upset anyway. Anyway, that's it from me. Yeah, Rodney Cyrus tuning out. This is On and Off the Pitch. And I'll see you in the next one. Laters. Is the off button.